I am Edna Scher, your host of the podcast Self-Formation View, the journey of your revelation. I'm a functional medicine practitioner with TCM background for nearly 20 years. My passion is to connect the dots between your story, biochemistry and genetics and guide you on your journey to your authentic and healthy self. I am outspoken and direct about my belief, even if some practitioners will not fully understand them at first, but eventually they do. I feel like a detective trying to get down to the bottom of the problem of my clients, especially of their health issues, and usually it's hidden in some emotional entanglements. Even when it seems really, really difficult, I am still on it. My expertise is mainly endometriosis, epigenetics and trauma, infertility and other hormonal disorders, although I'm very curious about anyone who comes with any problem to me. I have developed my own method and program called Self-Formation BU, as by telling your story chronologically with your age, connecting to yourself and letting go of old subconscious patterns, you will get down to the bottom of it and we will reach together your health and emotional goals. Also, I have developed the method Gene Detox. It will address more complicated health issues like diabetes, infertility or endometriosis. From 2015 to 2020, I ran an interdisciplinary health center resource institute in Zurich. It was the first functional medicine institute in Switzerland. Just like I love sharing and producing the podcast, I'm very fond of healthy cooking and I like to walk my talk. My clients know that I don't eat gluten, that we don't have dairy at home or sugar. Therefore, I establish my new line Taste Buds Food Education. Since 2022, since April precisely, I have finally got to know the best kitchen machine, Thermomix, where I am a proud consultant. It supports anyone by cooking healthy meals, inspiring with over 85,000 international recipes your taste buds and supports your microbiome to thrive. It also gives you back time to be with your family while it's cooking, you will never burn pot again. I have partnered with several established associations like the NESA, the New European Surgical Academy, and Professor Dr. Michael Stark, who is a gynecologist and other renowned doctors worldwide, as well with fertility clinics and many more. Besides of having a well-established practice since almost 20 years, I write regular health newsletters and have written the book MTHFR and Friends about genetics, environmental toxins, and emotional epigenetics and how to resolve your issues. A book about dairy and gluten-free meals will appear soon and the workbook about self-formation is on its way too. I love teaching and I have given workshops about health, development and nutrition to adults and childcare facilities. Besides all that, I have also two small kids, a six-year-old daughter and a one-year-old son and a beautiful, beautiful husband who supports me and my career every step of the way and does all the background work. Thank you so much, my love. Today with episode 10, I have my very good friend from Australia, Edna Furman. I was falling apart Wondering how I'll make it better And where to start It was just too much for me 
my very good friend from Australia, Edna Furman. She is a life coach. She has a lot of business experience and she works also with recall healing and has written a book. And Edna, please introduce yourself. Thank you for inviting me. Well, as you said, my name is Edna Furman and I'm a life coach. I'm the author of the book, Strong Women Finish Rich, which is based on my coaching. I'm practicing recall healing. I'm helping people with their health issues through their emotional. I especially help women. I like to empower women to navigate in in the world of change, to navigate change with, with success and happiness. And that's what I bring to the world. That is very nicely said. Thank you. Um, today, I actually want to discuss the meaning and the importance of whether you're a practitioner or a coach or even a massage therapist, doesn't matter, of the timeline. And something that is very similar between functional medicine and um, recall healing is that you actually take a timeline. So it's not only symptom related, like, oh, today I've got a headache. Okay, we will do something with the headache. It's more about like to understand there is a before, there is a after, which actually is epigenetics. So as you might have heard already in previous episodes, I have developed my own methodology for how to do the timeline. In the first session, I do the timeline, but also parents, grandparents to see what is happening there. And in the second session, I do the physical questioning. And in the third, we do the retelling. Now, tell me, Edna, how is it that you do the questioning or the timeline with your clients in recall healing? Okay, so in recall healing, you, we take the timeline of the person. We start with the date of birth. We go nine months before, which is the pregnancy, and the year before the pregnancy of the person, and up to today. And we look at the whole timeline and we check for any occasions that, are, that have repetition. And very often we find repetition in every person when they have any personal issue, any health issue, any emotional issues. They come and repeat themselves, maybe every five years, maybe every 10 years, maybe every 20 years, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But we find them and we discover them and that gives us the clue of the issue, the, the real issue. Mm -hmm. And the real issue sometimes can be hidden in your subconscious and you're not aware of it. It's really interesting to, to dig a little bit and see where is it hidden. This is, it's very interesting because, yeah, in functional medicine, we also start, I mean, we start with the parents, grandparents, but then the personal story for me or for us starts two years prior to their to the conception of the mother so it really mm -hmm. fits very well with what you're saying because yeah. the, there is so much memory information in the womb that is mm -hmm. taking place whether it's medication or emotional trauma or whatever that then the child gets into its subconscious and behavioral can you give us like an example of a repetition and a healing or dissolving of the problem Okay, so repetition can be, let's say, that when something happens to a person, when during conception or during pregnancy, what happens? We really absorb the emotions. The person doesn't know about it. It doesn't know that it absorbed this emotion. But we keep it and we keep it all along our lives. And it can be something like if the parents had an argument about the pregnancy, 
or about something else or family matters before the birth or during pregnancy, those emotions are stored in our subconscious. Now, very often we go through life and we don't know anything about it. But it will come when we come to a point that we have similar discussion or similar emotional trauma about the same issue. It just explodes because in our subconscious, it's already there. And when we put more load about the same issue, it just explodes. And suddenly your behavior is so extreme and you can't explain why is this behavior extreme. So if the parents had an issue while conception time, this issue about, let's say about money. So it can come back to you. As a child, it can come back to you when you have a relationship or when you got married. And every time it just accumulates to a bigger and bigger issue. And then it comes to during marriage and then everything explodes. And you don't know why did it explode, but it explodes because it's a layer upon layer upon layer in your subconscious. I must tell you that um, I was coached by Edna. I lived in Australia and we got to know each other. I have a very tight connection. She's almost like a mother to me. I remember very clearly just maybe that was a few months before we left back to Switzerland to live there. Yeah. Um, and you said to me, you know, Edna, you don't need to repeat your mother's history of miscarriages. And it stuck with me. I mean, I only got married then uh, about a half year later or something, or a few months later, yeah. and we tried conception and it didn't work out. And I, I forgot about that, right? What you told me. And then I got pregnant with my daughter. And after that, I started to have miscarriages. And then I remembered what you said to me. I don't need to repeat my mother's story. And <laughs> the moment I let it go, I felt pregnant with my son. <laughs> You see? Yeah, we, we carry a lot of things and sometimes it's really subtle and sometimes we don't, just don't know about it. In this incident, you knew about your mother's miscarriages, but not always we know about yeah. it. So sometimes it's really good to go to our parents and check with them because Absolutely. there are stories that we don't tell our kids. And I can say from my experience, we don't say it because... Life goes on and we continue on and it wasn't a big event. It was a small event or a big event, but we don't carry it on. And if we have any issues, it's always good to go back to the parents and say, did you have any incident regarding so-and-so, you know, and listen to them. Yeah. Another interesting aspect is, well, you said, like with the timeline, a lot of patients, when I tell them or clients, when they call me up and they say they want to start the treatment with me, I tell them, well, I'm going to send you a paper where you can prepare yourself and ask all the questions to your father or mother, how the pregnancy was and whatever not. And then they come back with, um, they think it's timeline. They come back with 2005 happened this and so on. And they say, no, 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 I don't, I'm, I don't care about the date. I care about your age because that's actually you related then to yourself. Do you also do that in recall healing to have it with age? Yeah, it's very important to follow the ages. But we'll, I look through the timeline and I try all different methods. So you can try, let's say, depends on the age of the person. Let's say if the person is only 30 years, so it's not a, a very long timeline. Mm -hmm. So you take, okay, so you break it to half and see what happened half time. 
or you ask them which big incident did you have in life and then you try to see maybe it's repeating every three years every five years every ten years and you try it and it comes up very quickly it's just too amazing how it comes up to identify those repetitions someone who was neglected as a child mm-hmm And every time they were neglected again, it's a repetition of very certain years. So if it's like every 10 years, you go back and you check the next 10 years. And most definitely you'll find another repetition there unless But, you break the chain. Yeah. But it's and not going to be always neglectedness. It can also be like that uh, they were maybe in a team at work where they were not looked after or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. usually family neglect somewhere. Yeah. It's... Husband, wife, uh, brother, uh-huh. sister, parents, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is very interesting. And then, yeah. Or friendship. That's... Or can be just friends neglected you. Yeah. That can be as well. So what do you do with them then? Do you bring them back to the conscious uh, self to understand what they actually need and to or talk their truth? Well, first of all, most of it is hidden in the subconscious. Now, recall healing, the whole process is about bringing it up from the subconscious into the conscious. Once the person sees it clearly and is aware of it, most of the problem disappears. Most of the health issue disappears as well. Mm-hmm. And then I give them, as a coach, I give them a lot of exercise to strengthen them. You know, if you need to be strengthened, you know, like strengthen your character or your health or a good diet, or even, you know, maybe make a list of all your health issues or all your problems, or better even to make a list of what you're good in. Just identify what's your qualities, what's your presence that you got in life. Mm-hmm. And that makes a big difference in people. Lovely. So let's go back to relationships. We just talk about abandonment or things like that that are sitting in the subconscious. So you have developed a program. You worked already for multiple years on that. Yes. So I've got a big program about women. It's mainly women that are not sure if they want to stay in the relationship or live. And I found that a lot of women are sitting on this chair and are not sure, you know, to jump off or stay. Mm-hmm. And I help them to navigate and to encourage them to look at their situation from all aspects and then to decide. Me, myself, I do not support the idea of just get up and leave your family. I try to keep families together. But if there is any abuse, if there is any bad relationship, poisonous relationship, for sure I'll help the person, the woman, to get all her finances, which is one thing, and all her self-esteem built up and to be able to make the right decision for her. Mm-hmm. And only the person has to make the right decision for themselves. I can't, you know, I can't make any decision for no one. Yeah. So toxic relationships are very important to discover in a timeline because it is not something that you can get rid of in a very simple way. Sometimes it's parents, sometimes it's a partner, or even children that can have a very toxic effect on a person and it relates to all the stress hormones that you can imagine so to understand that something toxic 
whether it's violent father or a drug addict son or whatever not, it has an impact on the person who comes and seeks for help with you or me or any other practitioner. So I think the program that you have developed now with the relationship to understand and navigate and to change and to be more self-sustainable and be more authentic and strong in your personality is definitely something very good. Yeah, what I, what I like to develop in women, it's their own voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of women don't have a voice. A lot of women just accept whatever, you know, but accepting toxic relationship, it creates sickness. We know it. Mm-hmm. It just creates sicknesses. And to avoid that, a woman needs to have self-esteem which is so important, and self-worth, and have the, her voice. Her voice is so, so important. Use your voice. That's part of the program that I use for everything, you know, for women mm-hmm. especially. Your voice, self-esteem, confidence, you need it. So you can judge for yourself. You can make your own decisions. So that's the basics. And toxic relationships, usually it comes in the generations as well. So when we look, we look back into the generations as well. Grandparents, parents, uncle, aunties, you know, from whom are we learning without being aware of it? Whom are we repeating or copying without being aware of it? Behavior and loyalties and all our behaviors are really repetition of someone else that we adopted without knowing even. Mm -hmm. This is the beauty so about this chain is the most important thing. Yeah, that's the beauty about epigenetics that you have the biochemical one that is like you see, aha, an enzyme is this misbehaving and uh, turning on or turning off another gene. And then you've got the emotional, subconscious epigenetics, what you have gathered down the line from your auntie or uncle or great grandparent who was maybe a great grandmother who was in a toxic relationship and you just keep on repeating that for her or to keep that alive or whatever. And then you still see when it changes, then it changes the genetics on a biochemical level. It's really amazing to see. So you can test it in a lab. You have, we're using the word sickness. And uh, I think in functional medicine, we use a very nice different word, which is dis-ease because disease is basically not being at ease. So what we do, we re-establish ease again. And for that, we need to reconnect with ourselves and bring back self-confidence and self-worth and all those things. And if in yeah. that... In recall healing, we use it as well, disease. Yeah, okay. This is, yeah. Yes. Same. <laughs> Thank God for, for the English language that we can do that. In German, it doesn't yeah. work. But also in that matter, Edna, you have written a wonderful book, from your coaching, strong women finish rich. And I have written the four words. It is really, I mean, the more strong you are, you finish rich and rich can be in money, but also in other matter. It's not only material. Tell us a little bit about the book. Okay. So the book is called Strong Women Finish Rich. It was written upon my experience as a coach. I'm giving a lot lot of examples of coaching. I'm giving a lot of my own stories. I found out that people like to know about you, about your experiences. So I bring forward my experiences in life to show women that we can be different. We can do different. doesn't matter what experiences we have, which are not the best experiences and what we do with them. Mm -hmm. Now, this book is distributed on Amazon, so anyone can buy it in Amazon. 
Amazon.com or any other Amazon. But uh, I would like to say that the book is really helping women with tools. I loaded the book with tools, how to get more confidence, how to develop your self-esteem, how to develop yourself generally, how to be authentic, how to use your voice. All those tools I give in the book. So it's not really a book of stories only. It's a book about tools how to do it and where to do it and when to do it. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it also has a lot of quotes. A lot of quotes, yeah. Yes. I like quotes. <laughs> so generally, how it started, the book started that I wanted to publish a book of quotes because I love to use quotes. Once you use quotes in your coaching, people remember the quotes better than anything else you tell them. So I use a lot of quotes in my coaching. And uh, I was telling one of my clients that I've got three quotes of the book really ready. And she looked at me and she said, um, I'm not sure about it, Edna. Uh, I think a book of quotes will be left on someone's coffee table. That's not what you are about. You have so much more to give from your knowledge and experience than a book of quotes. So that's how I was driven into write a proper book. But mm -hmm. I added the, the quotes as well. That's very nice, yes. Uh, tell us a little bit about your life before you were a coach. Okay, so before I was a coach, first of all, I migrated to Australia at a very early age, the age of 22. We married already with a baby. So I started life really early. We came, we didn't have much funds with us. We came as a young couple and a baby and we started business. We wanted to develop business. So we took, it took us a few years and it wasn't easy with a new language and a new country and new customs and everything was so new. And we just started the business. So as we work, uh, I work as a partner with my ex-husband, my husband at the time. And we were together. The business was third part for cars, importing and distributing third parts, which is completely, completely different from what I do today. Mm -hmm. And we, we worked very hard, but we managed slowly, slowly to build a business. We built a beautiful business and we imported VW parts at the time, which was a very big line. And we then imported a big line of rear vision mirrors for buses and trucks. And we developed the business and we had a fantastic business. So I was actually a businesswoman. I was a co-partner. I managed all the side of business of the office work, the employees and all this side of the business. And my husband developed all the importation and distribution. And that's how we started. So I was really a businesswoman. Mm -hmm. I was very, very involved in business. My life was completely involved in business. Mm -hmm. And then when the relationship broke and we separated, I sold my share of the business and I thought, okay, what do I do now? And that's how I fell into coaching. I didn't plan it. I didn't look for it. I was always coaching people. Mm -hmm. All my life I was coaching. I was coaching about finance, about life, but I wasn't aware that I was a 
the code mm-hmm. until I got into it. And my son, which is a CEO of a company in America, and he's got about 140 people in his business. He was looking at me one day and he said, you're coaching so many people without even realizing that you're coaching people. How about you go and be a coach? And mm-hmm. they topped me on my tracks and I said, wow, maybe I should be a coach. So I went, mm-hmm. I studied it at I got accredited as a coach and that's how what I'm doing now. To the coaching, I added a lot of other things like recall healing and other tools that I can help people in their health or in their emotional life and bringing people into helping them to develop their change and create change and empowering. I love to empower especially women. We've got a special connection between us as women Mm -hmm. and we understand each other. So that's what I'm doing now. This is lovely. So that kind of is also the connection between strong women finish rich also in the sense of business. You have knowledge of how to um, develop a strategy of how to really earn money or um, save money or whatever it is that a woman needs. So I always like to help women in their financial and in their emotional. So Mm -hmm. Strong Women Finish Rich is really, the book is really not about being rich in money. The book is really talking about rich in life. When you have good family, good relationship, good everything, being happy in whatever you do, be successful in whatever you do. So that's what is, have a rich life, not necessarily in, in money, but money will follow as well. Yeah, usually it does. Yeah. So thank you very much for sharing. Do you have anything that you, maybe a wish or something that you want to share as an end quote to the people who are listening? End quotes. Um, I think that the best quote that I can give is live authentically. Oh, yes. When you live authentically, you you are who you are. You don't pretend to be someone else. You don't live someone else's life, someone else wishes, someone else dreams. You live your own dream and you're authentic in whatever you say, whatever you do. Don't be shy mm-hmm. to be authentic. Authentic is the best, really for everyone and quirky it's also fun to not be normal like everyone else or thinking that there isn't everyone else in the norm just be authentic and quirky be yourself (laughs) be yourself exactly be yourself doesn't matter what you are you have to be yourself and enjoy yes absolutely thank you so much i love this quote (laughs) and i'm looking forward to have you later on maybe again in the podcast to discuss maybe something specific, maybe something that people will ask. Thank you very much, Edna. And with pleasure, I'll I'll have another podcast with you anytime. And now I know that I could change my world if I change